Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Bold Project Podcast with Charlie. I am so excited to be here. I pray that as you're listening to this podcast that you are doing exceptionally well, that you are enjoying life, going with the flow, and allowing the blessings to just come to you. Um, Dang, yeah, so I had recorded a podcast. It was 43 minutes, which I was trying to avoid 43 minutes. But it was 43 minutes, and it happened to not play back. So I wasn't even able to upload it. So I am trying this again. So maybe we'll get a shorter one. Who knows? Anywho, I pray that you all are doing well. Let's jump right into the bold acronym. So we're going to start with... So basically, if you have not heard an episode before, what I use is, what I do is use the bold acronym to check in with myself to see how I'm doing. I do it at, so you guys can get an example of how it's done. I don't think about it before I do it. I do it on the whim. And if you ever want to use the bold acronym to check in with yourself to see where you are, to see where you want to go, I really encourage you to do so. So B is for B. So B is for B, being. So right now, I am being grateful. I am absolutely grateful for opportunities and life experience and just the journey. O is for overcome. I'm overcoming my abandonment issues. At least I am at least bringing it to my consciousness to be mindful of when it's playing out. My abandoned child um, archetype kind of energy that I carry. L is for learning. I am learning how to take care of myself in a new way. Um, I realized that something happened last week. We're going to talk about that in a podcast. And I realized that I may be showing up in my relationships from a place of fear. And so I am learning how not to do that and to be more mindful of my motives and why I'm truly doing things. D is for discover. I am discovering how fun life is like seriously like I know this because I'm always excited always happy always ready to just explore the world and always grateful for everything that comes to me and just like I under- I'm like learning that life is just like such a gift and I think with D when I say discover I'm just discovering just I'm just all about life I guess I'm just discovering more of what life has to offer us um with that being said, but I'm also, oh, I'll tell, I'll tell you guys about that another day. Um, anywho, with that being said, let's jump right into this episode. So, <sighs> let's see. So, there is, I wanted to talk a little bit about joy and happiness um, and how we have a choice of, you know, these emotions and whether or not we want to activate them within ourselves, right? I do believe that we all have the opportunity to be happy. We all have the opportunity to experience joy. We all have the opportunity to experience peace. But oftentimes we need to choose that. So I have people that come into my DMs and they say things like, you're always happy. Um, How are you always this joyful? (laughs) I can't wait to be that way. And it's so interesting to me because when it was first happening, I was like, all right, whatever. Um, And then as time went on, I'm just like, well, we all have access to this happiness and joy. And I just want to talk a little bit about that because reality is right. When we talking about Instagram and social media in general, let's be clear. Anyone who posts on social media get to decide what they post. Okay, so let's start there. Right. So just because you may perceive that I am always joyful and happy, which I believe that generally i'm always excited 
Um, just be, but because you perceive that doesn't mean that that is always the truth or that is the truth because reality is I get to decide what I want to show you. So first, like, let's be clear about social media and just like the ability for people to filter their lives, the, be, the ability for people to decide what they do or don't want you to share. You know, people talk about that all the time, how people lives on social media is fake. And when you see them in person, it's a whole nother situation. I'm not even going that deep. I'm just simply saying that the reality is we get to decide what we show and what we don't show. Um, I do consider myself a pretty optimistic and excited person. I am always excited. I get excited over little things, big things. That's just the energy I carry. Um, I believe a lot of that comes from me just... I think generally I just have that kind of energy, but ever since I was little... But I think more as I grow up, I realized that, you know, there was times where I felt like I could never win. Like there was always something going wrong or I could never get ahead that, you know, if I get too excited or things seem too good, that something would go wrong. So I lived in fear a lot um, my younger years. And I think that as time went on and I got to experience life more and more, what I started to realize was that this too shall pass, that the reality of this journey was that things were so temporary the happiness the joy the excitement all of it was temporary but I got to decide how I respond to it and that was a choice that I got to make every single moment and so when I started to have that perspective that this too shall pass and really see it happening in my life each and every day each and every moment I'm able to not allow what's happening to grab me up and take hold of me. I know that there are some people in this world, and i probably even done it myself too, where something happens that I wasn't expecting or that I wasn't, you know, planning for. And it, to me, was not a quote-unquote good thing. And I would allow that to ruin my mood for the whole day. But you know what I also knew? I also knew that... I don't hold grudges and I don't stay in any emotion like a, a, a low vibe emotion for too long or dense motion emotion for too long unless I convince myself to stay there. And let me tell you about what I realize about myself. So I don't hold grudges, but I realize that when I'm over things, which is usually within five minutes or less, when I'm over things, I will keep convincing myself that I should stay mad, which was my ego. My ego would like I would convince that that part of my ego that wasn't, you know, that part of my ego that wasn't strengthened and that was more of the not so healthy part of my ego Um that, you know, we should be mad, we should be angry, you shouldn't let people talk to you like that, that's absolutely not acceptable, and all these other things I would convince myself of to keep me angry at that person, or to keep me angry at that situation, and so now that I practice mindfulness and meditation, and I'm able to be more mindful of my thoughts, my emotions, and all these other things, now when I step back, I realize how a lot of the things I was experiencing, staying unhappy for long periods of time, or whatever, or even my depression a lot of times had to do with my mindset had to do with the thoughts that I was thinking had to do with me allowing myself to attach to those thoughts those feelings and emotions and cause me to freak out get anxiety or become frustrated it was because I was holding on to the story I kept telling myself 
And so now that I'm mindful of my habits, right? Oh, I have a habit of doing that. So now I, now that I know that, when I find myself mad at someone longer than the moment, I try to find out why. I try to tap into, okay, so why are you still mad? You know what I mean? Like, what about that situation makes you still so angry? Why are you mad at that person, you know? And I try to tap into it and really try to understand it from a, a, a deeper place um, and see whether or not I'm telling myself a story that doesn't serve me or the situation. Um, and it's not about me running back to the person or, you know, being friends with them, but it's about me freeing myself of that situation. Because at the end of the day, no matter what that person did, if I'm angry, that is my problem, right? If I'm mad, that is my problem. That is my responsibility. I have to deal with that. And there is no one else who is responsible for that but me. And as much as like we know that we are not our emotions, we are not our thoughts, you know, I was reminded that we are the expression behind those emotions and thoughts. So how we respond to those emotions and thoughts, how we express those out into the world, we are behind that. We do decide that. And so, you know, how we, you know, how we manifest that, that in, in, ex, internal situation into the external world is, is, uh, is us, right? And like, what, you know, how am I responding to these emotions I feel and taking responsibility for it? And so that's something like I really wanted to, to mention to people, you know, like, I am very grateful that people acknowledge that, you know, they see me as a happy person, as a joyful person, because I do want to be a light in this world and not on some fake shit, but on some real shit. Like, I have been through so much in life ever since a little girl. And what I realized is that, you know, all everything I've been through brought me here and I love my life and it's. I love it. I love my life. I love how how simple it is. I love how I don't I get to choose. I get to choose who's around me, who's not around me. I get to choose what I don't want to do or what I don't do want to do. I get I have my power back. You know, instead of me giving out my power to every single person I come across that I believe knows more than me, I get to keep that power now. And because I get to keep that power, I also get to choose my happiness. I get to choose my joy. And I get to activate those things because that is the feelings I like to feel. And even when I have a rough time and I'm sad or angry or any of those other emotions, I'm able to not sit in them as long. I'm able to allow them to flow through. I've also learned how to manage my emotions, right? So when I get angry or when I get sad, you know, sometimes I used to feel like I had to deal with it right away or I had to suppress it really fast. You know, I had to get past this, get through this. But now I really do believe in allowing my emotions to just be and to ask myself, you know, why do you feel this way? What happened? You know, what was triggered for you, if anything, you know, and how did that make you feel? You know, what is going on? I really check in with myself, usually through journaling or just through talking in my head with myself, meditating and seeing what comes up for me. And I'm able to send gratitude to that situation. You know, something specifically I would love to share with you guys. and I'm also blogging about it. And that blog should be up really soon is recently um, I got into it with my my dad, you know, and not got into it because that's not really what happened. We just had an exchange of words. And it's so funny because it was through text message. And it wasn't even about me. He said something about one of my siblings. And 
I just took offense to it because of the way it came out or whatever. And I kind of got defensive about it. And, you know, right away, I kind of knew that something was triggered because I don't usually respond like that. And so, you know, and the thing was, I was angry, but the text messages, they weren't mean or nasty. They were things I say every single day, you know, like not every day, but they are things I've said before to him, you know. Um, this time, I just knew that there was anger behind it. And I know for him, my dad shuts down if you, like, text too much, too fast, and you don't seem to, like, be agreeing with him. Like, he'll just, like, he'll cut you off. My dad is good for blocking you, cutting you off, ignoring you. That's, like, how he responds. Um, and so he doesn't really deal with confrontation. And so, like, I know this about him, so I tend to not really... I tend to usually talk to him on the phone where I'm able to have a different tone of voice, right? Where I'm able to be kind and nice, say what I have to say, but say it in a way that he's willing to receive it uh, without getting defensive or without feeling like he's being attacked or whatever the situation is. Um, and, you know, this happened through text message and it went left because eventually, you know, he ended up like, good night, girl, like, good night, and like cutting off the conversation and then not answering when I call. But there was a blessing in that. Because as that was happening, and like I said, I got triggered, um, I didn't know at first why, right? And so as much as I started going in my head, like, girl, like, what happened? Like, you ha he, he said these things before about your sibling. Like, why today all of a sudden you feel defensive? You know, usually, like, you will address it, but you don't usually, like, feel angry about it. You're just like, whatever. And so I realized that, you know, the the abandoned child energy within me my my inner baby girl was triggered you know that that that's that feeling of feeling rejected was triggered that feeling of feeling abandoned and just left alone or feeling like if I don't do what you tell me to do you're gonna leave me was triggered within me and when that got triggered me being me I felt like I was protecting my inner baby girl and so you know, right away, you know, as these things are coming to me, I'm outside in public too. As these things are coming to me, I'm like, all right, well, let me deal with this. But I end up going home. I end up meditating and journaling and just getting, doing mirror, mirror work, right? Get into the mirror, talking to myself. You'll read all this on the blog, talking to myself and really just being kind to myself, reminding myself that I am love, right? I am lovable and I don't have to be afraid anymore that if I speak up for myself, that people are is going to reject me or going to leave me. Like, I don't have to hide anymore about how I feel. And I don't have to play nice because I am a mediator in my family. I am the one who tries to be objective and tries to see both sides and ask each, ask each person to be compassionate, you know, or to be empathetic or to be understanding that even though they have differences that, you know, see each both, you know, one another's pain or see one another's point of view because our point of views come from so many, so much background stuff that, you know, I just, I just always want us to just be kind to each other because like, though you may not understand where she's coming from or where he's coming from, they are coming from their own pains and hurts and, and beliefs as well. And so I'm not saying that you have to allow someone to disrespect you or be mean to you, but you know, if you can just take a moment, get outside of your ego, you know, and not allow you and manage your ego that you can actually hear what people are saying, which is usually deeper than the situation. And so I realized in that situation that my dad has a, a hero archetype. And what happened was that that hero in him is what was hurt. 
that hero in him got hurt and that's why he seemed to have attacked my you know came for my sister and which in turn told me instead of dealing with my sister and that triggered me um and so it was like this whole situation but in that situation you know what I realized was that I I am the one like it seems like a couple of the girls a couple of my sisters my dad has a couple of kids a lot of kids so I don't know about a lot it's like 15 16 of us so I don't know if it's a lot but it's like 15 16 of us and I, I know two girls two girls two of my sisters um half sisters so whatever I ended up like I know that everybody tends to have an issue with him and I too have had my my fallouts with my dad um but we are in a better place and I realized that a lot of part of us being in a better place is because I tend to ignore how I really feel and that was was triggered that night instead of me having to be honest about a lot of things and instead of me having addressed a lot of things of the past I kind of suppressed it told myself it doesn't matter told myself that they don't listen no one will ever understand that I just should be thankful that at least my dad is in my life actively and he's always been there um and so I try to I kind of convince myself that I should you know be thankful and this is what thankful look like and you know just ignore the the things that hurt my feelings right and just just be kind and so that's what I did for a long time and you know I didn't realize that I I was still fearful of being rejected there has been times where I didn't agree with my dad and he cut me off for a year and just wouldn't talk to me didn't have anything to say with me all because of it's not like I did like it it was something like I didn't want to go. I ended up going to the military, but at first I didn't want to go. I signed up and everything else and I didn't want to go. He made it about him um, and then just like cut me off. So that's a whole year without my mom and without my dad in my life. And so like I'm just kind of feeling like, you know, abandoned and left that no one cares that my parents just decide when or when they want to deal with me or don't want to deal with me, you know, whatever. And so like when we got to a better space and though we've had like you know, situations before, I kind of always been the one to run after it and fix it and be peaceful. Um, but this time, I felt my higher self tell me, no, you know, don't try to fix this. Don't be, don't feel the need to be peaceful. Take care of yourself. You know, make, make yourself feel better, right? Like, take care of yourself because clearly you were triggered because you're not taking care of yourself because you're so worried about pleasing you're so worried about keeping the peace that you're not even being real with yourself. You're in this relationship that you're scared that at any moment it'll be taken away from you. And then my, then I ask myself, and what if it is? What if he does decide not to talk to you again because you don't agree with him or because you stood up for your sister? What if? And the reality is, it's okay. But had that situation not happened, I would not have realized that I was suppressing all these fears that I had about our relationship. And so though I thought I was coming from a place of love, I really was coming from a place of fear. I was fearful that if I was honest about how I really felt and about how the whole situation, you know, reminded me of our me and his relationship, how he treated my sisters, remind me of him, me and his relationship just in a different context. And how I know what that feels like. Um, 
that I too would be rejected because he doesn't talk to my other siblings and him don't speak either. And so it's like I was fearful that I would end up in that place. But I kept convincing myself that I was playing nice and that I was being kind and all the other things. And so, you know, like it's things like that. Like as much as I want to play nice and as much as I wish that everything was you know, everybody can see my perspective and everybody can be happy with me and that we can all heal together. That's just not reality. You know, me and my dad come from different worlds and he's always like, you guys just need to get over it. Or why are you still bringing that up? You know, we're not even able to heal or we're not able to talk about the past, you know, or do things like that. And it's unfortunate, but it's a reality. And I'm just so grateful because I have gotten the opportunity to truly ask myself, If he was to walk away, then what? You'll be fine. And that's where that mirror work came from. That's where I ended up going to the mirror and telling myself how much I loved myself, how much I supported myself, and how much we've already been through a lot. We've had people come and go, including my dad, including my mom, come and go whenever they feel like it. But reality was I was in this with me myself. And that no matter who came and who left, They had a right to do whatever works best for them. And I don't want to be angry about that anymore. I don't want to be afraid of that anymore. What I want to do is be happy for them, be happy for myself and to love myself that much harder because I deserve to heal. I deserve to be loved. You know, I am lovable simply because I exist. And it shouldn't be only when I'm being kind or only when I'm saying what you want to hear, only when I'm on your side. You know, if I'm only, you know, lovable in your eyes when I'm cheerleading for you or when I'm on your side, then that's, I don't want that. I don't need that in my life because there is going to come a time where I disappoint you because I'm not going to always choose what you want for me. And that's what happened before. Every time I chose myself, every time I chose what God had for me that no one else understood, it's like I got pushed away. I was rejected. I was told that I'm doing too much or this or that. And I I crave for that, that approval so bad and I just never got it. And then when I did semi get it, it was like I was afraid to lose it. And so then I stopped being my authentic self in some aspects and started coming from a place of fear. And so, you know, it's so important for us to be mindful of how we are responding in all of our relationships. Because when I noticed what was happening in me and his relationship, I honestly took a step back in all my relationships to figure out where else was this fear showing up. And those times when I were overextending myself, was that because of fear? Because I know that I have issues in this lifetime. And one of the big lessons I'm learning in this lifetime is about abandonment, is about, you know, forgiveness and, you know, is about like being rejected, you know, and how I'm showing up and how I'm responding to that. And so I want to continue to heal the parts of myself that needs healing that deals with that, because I am very aware that that is an essential lesson in this lifetime for me. It has to do with a lot of abandonment. I see it so much repeatedly in my life. I like even look back at my relationships recently and I'm like, dang, all these relationships I'm in are pretty new. 
And I mean, it makes sense too, because I'm also being more authentically myself, right? So I'm not hiding anymore. I'm not doing things just so people can approve of me. I'm not putting labels on myself because other people feel comfortable. I'm not afraid to say what I enjoy a fear of being rejected because I know that I was doing so many things because I feared of being rejected from groups I was part of, from things I used to do. And now I'm not. And so to see that come up in my relationship with my dad was so interesting. I'm so grateful because I feel free. And, you know, we're learning about ourselves each and every day. Different things are being triggered all the time. And so I really want to encourage you guys that, you know, just because something seemed like chaotic and a mess and just unfortunate, please, please, please take a step back because this might be an opportunity for you to level up. This might be an opportunity for you to elevate. This might be an opportunity for you to choose your happiness, choose your peace, choose your joy. Because when I say I make a decision all the time to be happy, that is a constant moment by moment decision. And I'm just so grateful that I've gotten to a place where I don't feel the need to hold grudges, where I don't convince myself to stay angry. I let things go. I don't attach to things. I don't make it, I try not to make it bigger than what it is because sometimes it's just simply a misunderstanding or sometimes the other person was triggered deeply and they don't really understand it or sometimes I'm triggered and in the moment I don't understand it. So give yourself time. I know that a lot of times we want to be able to explain how we feel right then and there. What I've learned for myself and I don't know if this will work for you is to take time, go home And take a deep breath, meditate, journal, whatever it takes, and make sure you check in with how you really feel. Because I will be honest, when everything happened with my dad, I did try to call and make peace, which is normally what I do, and he didn't answer. But when I journaled and meditated and prayed, and then the next morning out morning, I woke up and I meditated again. It came to me, take care of yourself. There's nothing for you to do here. There's nothing for you to fix. There's nothing for you to apologize for. There's nothing for you to figure out. Let it go. Give it the space it needs. But you check in with yourself. You take care of yourself. You make sure you're good. Because even if he does decide to reject you for speaking up and speaking out, you still got you. So you make sure that relationship with you is a strong relationship. Because people are going to come and go. All the time, even the people that you expect or feel like should not leave you, they will go when it's t- when they are ready. So don't ever think that everything is about you because it's not. You know, when people say stuff like, oh, I did it for her, I always laugh because I'm like, no, you didn't. You did it for yourself. You're always doing everything for yourself. Let's be very clear. It's always about you. Now, if you want to say like, oh, I was motivated by this person, whatever. But at the core of your choice making, it's always about you. Whatever else is going on, right? So even with me and my dad in the whole situation, right? Even that fear part, it was about me not wanting to be rejected. So I was playing nice, not because I was just wanting to be nice, but because I didn't want to be rejected. It's always about me. So though I was saying like, oh, I didn't want to trigger him. No, you didn't want to deal with the the consequence of him being triggered. And that's just real. But this is what healing looks like. It ain't always pretty. And some shit that come up may seem like you should be ashamed or embarrassed, but don't be. This is a 
school. We are in earth school. Take it as that. You're constantly learning. You're constantly growing. And just because people feel like you should be at a certain place or even you feel like you should be at a certain place, be kind to yourself. Have compassion for yourself because this ain't no easy peasy, beautiful thing all the time. Sometimes things got to be learned a couple of times before you get it and come in a different manifested in a different couple of ways for you to really see and understand it. Some of you may be like, you just did that already. You did that like eight times. How do you not learn? Or when you finally learn it, like finally you got it. Yeah, finally I got it. Thank you. I know. Because some of us have to learn a le- couple of lessons a-, a couple of times. Some of us have to like retake tests. It's just what it is, but it's part of the journey and it is normal. You know what I mean? Like be kind to yourself. You're always exactly where you need to be. But if you can shorten the less the, the amount of times you take a test, right, and the amount of time you get a lesson, that's great too. But I just really wanted to share that with you guys. Like, I'm so grateful that people are acknowledging the fact that I'm a happy person, that I'm joyful. But I want you all to know that it's a choice I make. And I want you all to feel empowered and encouraged to make a cho- the same choice. The choice for you. If you want to be happy, be happy. That might mean letting go of things that that don't that take you out of your place of peace and happiness. That trigger things within you that you don't want triggered. You know, because when things are triggered, right? This is co- now coming to whatever is subconscious is coming to your consciousness. You can now you have awareness to it. Now that you are aware of it, you can deal with it. Deal with it. Period, right? And see how that person is showing up cuz maybe that person was just in your life to teach you a lesson. To help you grow. And maybe the way they did it, it didn't feel comfortable. But nonetheless, you are at a place where you are able to to grow and elevate. So do that. You are absolutely amazing. You are absolutely where you need to be. And I love you guys so, so much. And I'm just so grateful that I feel like I can come and share my stories with you guys. I can share my own experience. And I pray that it gets you thinking too. And encourage you to live out your best life encourage you to embrace that you are learning that you are growing it is okay when things look a little messy and chaotic because trust me when that situation happened with my dad I was really disappointed in myself at the anger I felt but when I took a step back I realized one I'm human I'm gonna get angry sometimes but two it's okay I handled it well it's fine No matter what happened, I am so grateful that that happened because it brought up so many things I was subconsciously, subconsciously like doing and emotions that I had suppressed and ignored. And now that it had came to my consciousness, I was able to deal with it from a place of love and compassion for myself. And so now that I am aware of these things that now when I'm in all my relationships, I'm able to be like, all right. You know, why am I doing this? I'm able to be more mindful of what my motives are, right? Am I coming from a place of fear? Am I coming from a place of love? Is this really for what I'm saying this about? Or am I scared of something? What am I scared of? What am I afraid of? You know, am I am I doing this because I don't want this relationship to end? Why am I holding so tight to that relationship? And if it does end, so what? Maybe it's time for it to go. And I'm not saying that we need we should be nonchalant and shouldn't care about our relationships. But I'm saying, like, if you can't be your most authentic self in relationships, then you need to ask yourself why you feel that way. 
Because you got, we got to be really honest with ourselves. Some people enjoy the power that they have over us. Some people enjoy the power that they have over us. And when they lose that power, they don't like it. Have you noticed that a lot of times when a person has lacks self-esteem, lacks self-respect, they have certain people around them. And the minute that they get some self-love and some, and you know, level up and strengthen their self-esteem and have a healthy dose of self-esteem, how that person no longer feeling them. And all of a sudden they try to make that the person that now has self-esteem, the like a horrible villain now all of a sudden that person is the worst person ever now that they got some self-esteem now they wrong for standing up for themselves and it's because people like having power over other people and that's just facts we see it all the time all over the world at work we see it all day every day on a train at work everywhere but when people especially in different government offices when people feel like they have power over over other people they feel real real good but question their power and see how they start responding. People don't like when they don't have power over you. And that's why, like, when women, as we start standing up for ourselves and everything else, people try to label us, oh, you're just angry, oh, you're this, oh, you're that. No, I just happen to speak up for myself and you don't like it. Because now it makes you realize your own insecurities. Because now you see your insecurities because I'm standing up for myself. And you realize I finally see you the way you see yourself. And so there's a lot of mind tricks going on and a lot of people playing with other people like um, psyches, right? And so there's so many things happening. We can talk about this all day. I'm telling you guys. But I just want you to know that you can choose happiness. You can choose joy. Be mindful of how you're showing up. When things are being triggered, when you feel like you're in a chaotic situation, when you're sad because you had an argument with someone, step back. Pay attention to the words that were said. Pay attention to how you feel. I'm not saying dwell on it, but I'm saying check in and see if there's something you can learn there. Check in and see if this is an opportunity for you to elevate. Because this might be what helps your soul mature. Remember, a lot of people, people say, right, they're blessing or a lesson. I think that is always a blessing. Even if the blessing happens to be the lesson, it's always a blessing. You know, we can be in relationships and relationships can end however they end. You know, a lot, I think a lot of us would rather it be cordial. I know I prefer things to be very cordial. But even if it's not, be okay with it. Find peace with that. Choose to find peace in it. Choose to send gratitude towards it. Choose to send love towards those relationships. <coughs> Sorry. I know a lot of people are like, you know, I thought that we were friends, but we weren't friends. You know, hey, you know what? That's one way to look at it. Another way is, you know what? They were here in my life, and I'm really grateful they were. I learned so much. I grew so much. I experienced so much. You know, I'm happy that they were here, and I send them away with love because, you know what, we're, we're just, we're in two different places now. We're growing differently and we're moving on. Whatever you have to tell yourself, you know, as long as it's genuine. But I think that we can always find something to be grateful for in situations because we're just so focused on our anger and our emotions. And a lot of times we get caught up in that. But even after you feel all those, those not so great emotions that we try to avoid, if you just step back. And also see the positive. Also see the good in it. Because I promise you, there is going to be some good in whatever you're experiencing. Too often we see chaos and or what we presume to be chaos or un, 
on um, unfortunate circumstances and we want to automatically like deem it bad. But what if it's an opportunity? You know, why not see the opportunity in this? Whether there are opportunities for you to elevate, whether there are opportunities for you to learn what you don't want moving forward, whether there are opportunities for you to realize, you know what, there were some red signs and I ignored them or the opportunity is like, you know what, I keep getting in this situation. Why is that? You know what I mean? What, it, you know, how, how have I been acting? You know, am I allowing this too much? Am I like letting people slide? Am I only seeing the good in people and not really, not really acknowledging how they really act? When people show me who they are, do I believe them? Or do I give them chance after chance after chance until they decide to walk away? Am I honoring myself? Am I doing things just because I want other people to be happy for me? Happy with me? You know, do I choose self um, external acceptance over my own internal peace? You know, there's so many questions we can be asking ourselves to check in with ourselves. And a lot of times when people aren't experiencing peace and joy, it's because they don't gave their power away. They're looking for external validation all the time. And I get it, right? This is a world where we are literally, at least in the U.S., when we go to school as young kids, we are taught how to make people happy, how to do things to get approval from the outside world, right? Usually teachers, parents, we do things so other people can be happy with us. So we're literally conditioned to seek approval. But we don't need that. You know, there's always... I believe that there are things that we learn growing up, even conditioned things that serve us in different seasons of our lives that help us to get through whatever we're going through, to elevate us, to get us to the next place in our life. But there are also times to let those things go and to realize that they are no longer serving you, your highest good in this season. And so I think that it's always important that we check in with ourselves. The reality is we're always changing. We're always growing. We're always in motion. Even when we think we're still in still, staying still and telling ourselves, you know what? I don't want to risk anything. I'm just going to stay here because this is comfortable. You're still in motion. Because outside things will affect what you're feeling, what you're going through, what you're experiencing. And change your world, whether you like it or not. And so you can't avoid change. You can't avoid that life is going to go on. Whether you make a move or you allow someone outside of you to make the move that affects you. So you could decide for yourself whether or not you want to run your own life or you're going to let other people run it for you. But someone is going to make that decision. You just get to decide who makes it. Is it you or is it other people? So choose your happiness. Choose your joy. Choose to do things that that ignite those 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 feelings that you want to actually experience. You can't avoid being sad, mad, or all those other emotions. They're going to come too. But you get to decide how to respond to them. It's just part of the journey. And you can enjoy the journey regardless of what's happening. Because I promise you, even when I was angry, that lasted all of two seconds. (laughs) I was also really, really happy. I was so proud of myself. I was so proud of myself. So proud of myself. And even as I journaled and things were coming up and, you know, before I would probably be ashamed. I was so happy that the truth was coming out. I was so happy that I was able to see like, oh shit, like I've been acting from fear and that makes sense because I do it in these relationships too or I used to do it in those relationships. So this makes sense. This makes sense why I'm acting like this. This makes sense why I'm still mad at this person or that person. 
you know, or this doesn't make sense why I'm still like blaming them here or blaming this person here. Where I try not to even blame people for what's happening um, or what has happened. But I notice that, you know, little things come up. And so I want to I want you to know that, like, this is a journey, man. Enjoy it. It's never going to stop. I believe that we're always on this journey of evolving, becoming and exploring, you know, and remembering who we truly are at our core. And letting go of what no longer serves us and inviting new things in. And realizing that what serves us in this season might not serve us in the next season of our lives. And that's okay. You're always changing. Give yourself permission to change in love. Do it through love. Do it through compassion. You're so freaking dope. You're so amazing. You have fucking magic in you. Trust it. You got this. So while you guys, whoever out there is seeing my happiness and my joy, thank you. But you have all those things too. And I just always want you to be happy and joyful. If you find yourself complaining a lot, try to look at the positive of the situation. Try to look at something to be grateful for. And focus on that instead. Like maybe this isn't exactly your ideal situation right now. But what can you do to change it? And while you're in the process of changing it, why not just choose gratitude for now? And get excited about that shit. Because you know what? You're about to level up. You're about to live the life that you truly envision for yourself. But right now in this moment, you are blessed. You are leveling up. You're doing the work it takes. And so when you get to that place where you truly desire to be, you get to say that you enjoyed the process. You enjoyed the process. You enjoyed what it took to get there. And you know how you enjoy it? By showing gratitude. Finding things to be excited and happy about right now because you don't have to wait for your happiness. You don't have to wait for joy. That shit already exists for you. Activate it. Activate it. You don't have to look outside yourself and see how happy everybody else is. Thinking that they're happy because of some external shit. I promise you, I'm not happy. I'm not joyful because of what I got. I'm joyful because I'm just happy. I'm just fucking happy. No matter what's happening outside of me, I just feel good inside. All, like all the time except when I'm triggered and then I gotta be like oh shit this is happening and then I gotta find figure out how to get back centered you know what I mean but it's always a process and I allow myself to go through that flow and it's okay because it's part of the human experience but let's be clear you have the opportunity to be happy to be joyful to experience the life that you truly do desire So while you're looking outside of yourself, thinking that this person's happy, this person is joyful, know that you have that same opportunity. Enjoy the process. Because trust me, my process wasn't always easy. It wasn't always happy. And it definitely damn sure wasn't always beautiful. But now that I'm I'm able to look back, I realize it was all a process. And reminding myself that this too shall pass helps me enjoy the process even more right now. Now I'm grateful for everything. Now I know how to send gratitude for everything that I'm going through. And you can practice it too. Because what it is, is just practice. There wasn't no secret pill. There wasn't no aha, get quick scheme. Like, let's hurry up and do this. You can hurry up and get past this. No, I tried different techniques that work for me. And you can do the same thing. Find different ways that work for you. See what is your way to cope with your emotions to deal with your not cope with your emotions but to deal with your emotions to heal your emotions to really really be with your emotions right and to to really check in with yourself and and find out the root cause of it 
So you got this. I know you got this. And you know I'm here for you. You know where to find me over on Charlie's Truth, C-H-A-R-L-I-I-E-S, Truth, on IG as well as Facebook. Yes, that is true. As well as Facebook. Um, I have a new project I'm working on. I can't wait to tell you guys about it next week. And until then, guys, choose happiness, choose joy, and know that that is truly up to you. Don't let anyone convince you that you got to be a Debbie Downer or that life is too hard and the cards you dealt suck because you get to change your hand. Let's be clear. You know, you get to change your hand by changing your thoughts, change your mindset, and making new decisions. Choose you always. Remember that, right? Because at the end of the day, everybody's thinking about self. So I really want to encourage you to choose yourself, to love all over yourself, to really pour into yourself more. And if you need support and help, don't be afraid to reach out and don't wait. You know, so many of us is like, I got time. I got time. No, the time is now. I'm waiting for this to happen. No, no more waiting. We don't wait. We do. Get it done. Stop waiting for your happiness. Stop waiting for things. Stop waiting for your joy. Choose that shit now and go for it. I love you guys so much. And I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. And you know, I'm always going to be out here shining my light, being optimistic, being excited about everything. And I just want to be here for you too, because I know what it's like to be tired. I know what it's like to feel like I can ne- you can never get ahead. I know what it's like to feel like the world may be against you or that, you know, you would not, I don't, yeah. Or that, you know, I don't even know. You know, there's a lot of reasons why people think that they're in the situation they're in. So whatever that reason is for you, where you feeling stuck or that you can't get ahead or you can't get out the situation, I want to tell you that you can, period, point blank. And all it has to do with you deciding that you want out and making choices that really support the fact that you want something new and something different because you have to be the one to do it. This is your responsibility. This is your issue to deal with. And the moment you deal with it, the moment everything else changes. But it's always up to you. No money, no amount of money in the world is going to change anything permanently. You have to be the one to make the changes. You have to be the one to do the work. Because it's easy, right? People buy gym memberships and pay for trainers. But you still got to do the work. You can pay for a coach. You can pay for a therapist. You still have to do the work. So it always going to come back to you. This is your responsibility. Period. Point blank. No one else's. So I love you. I am praying for you. I love you guys all so much. And I will speak to you next week. Love ya.